All right, boys. Hey. We're here. Day three. It looks like we got some good levels over on the Day moving three. TV. Day three. Winter Nam 2020. Boom. You're here with your boys, Gearbuds Podcast. Holla at your boys. Holla at your... Give a shout out to your boys. Dude, we're alive. We're live. We're alive <laughs> and live and alive, and we're here. You got wonderful super friend, Dan Liu. Am I the only one not in my underwear right now? I mean... I mean, I'm definitely in my underwear. Are you Defi- in your I'm underwear definitely hang? also in my underwear. Do you want to something that you, you take guys? Pants I, I'm sure you've noticed about me, and that people figure out very quickly when you spend time with me. I don't wear pants at home. I don't like the idea of wearing my pants inside the house. You so. ju- I mean, even when I come over, you generally have like sweatpants on. Yeah, if it's if I'm trying to be a little fancy for somebody coming if we have over, a guest maybe. Yeah. Jeans the, or so something. to be clear, I don't wear my underwear for most guests. Yeah. But uh, I'll sometimes put jeans on. But yeah, half the time it's kind of sweatpants. I just I don't know. I don't like wearing pants. I don't like wearing shoes in the house. I don't like wearing my pants in the house. Like I don't usually like to wear my outside clothes in the inside. After these uh, after these four days together, I would say we're more comfortable with each other and what we wear. Speak for yourself. I'm wearing a three-piece suit at the moment, and I'll sleep in it. You are fully clothed with, and still tucked. Dan's, and he's also against the wall as far as possible yeah, right real now. Far away from us. All right, dudes. Let's, dudes. Let's, I have a feeling we've got a lot more, maybe not more to talk about, but I have a feeling this is going to be a little bit longer than the past couple ones because there's a lot of things that have happened. We're going to do some reflections, get some, get some thoughts. I'm going to pull up some notes so yeah. we actually have something to talk about. We've got this whole stack of stickers and business cards in front of us. Yeah, I wanted to say I think we actually got a chance to do some serious mingling today, which is kind of the last two days we didn't get to. We got a little to. dude mingling and a little little lady mingling in as well. Some future guests are probably going to come out of it. Super stoked about it. Let's just dive right in. I'm just going to go through some lists of people and stuff that I saw and did, and then we'll go around the horn and just keep keep talking about stuff. That's what we do. Uh, this was a uh, start of the day off with a Paul Gilbert sighting, which is always a cool thing because a he's really tall so he's easy to see in a crowd and b he's just an amazing guitar player and saw him doing a little thing over at the jhs booth with josh scott from jhs he's got a new overdrive it's a new signature paul gilbert overdrive overdrive that has a really cool like high top sneaker graphic on it it's like pink and blue right it's neat it's it's rad colors yeah i can get down with that yeah, and uh, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know if it's good or not. But I guess if it's JHS and Paul Paul Gilbert, it's probably going to be something I would probably dig. Uh, so that was that was neat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing where my phone keeps turning off, so that's exciting. Uh, oh yeah, then went over to uh, visit an old friend of mine at DNA Audio, and wa- ne- walks by Devin Townsend. So got to say hello to him and shake his hand, and he was he was nice about it. And he had I noticed he had. Full outdoor winter garments on indoors in California, like North Face gloves and a, ha- a hat and sweatshirt and parka and whatnot. I mean, it was chilly the last couple of days, but uh, today was nice. You got to be... And at that convention center, you never know if the air is going to be cranking. You, oh, you don't. You do never know. That's true. I mean, I was comfortable. I was sweating today. When I was over doing that, you guys were over doing some Base Boy stuff. What did you... What were you checking out? Is that when we were talking to uh, Sarek? Chicago boy. That was definitely Sarek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked to Atticus from Sarek. Um, I've been following those guys for a while because they're local and they made a base for uh, Satomi from Deerhoof. Oh, cool. That's how I found out about them. I didn't know um, that. But they're, yeah, Dave and I both got to try a bunch of their stuff and talk for a real long time. They're fantastic bases. Uh, they had mostly short scale stuff there, uh, but a lot of, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with pickups and body shapes and just very comfortable to play. 
Yeah, I'd never really looked into them. Uh, they are they're custom order. Um, they don't build a lot that they can just sell to stores. They, they might build um, maybe one if the order gets canceled or maybe they start a prototype th- type thing. They might sell that. Um, but they're all, they're all custom made to order bases. They're kind of, I kind of called it the Rickenbacker for people who don't really like Rickenbackers. Um, not just speaking of the pickups, but kind of the body shape, um, more curvature, not, not quite as much of like a binding slab body. Um, and I played a couple of them, man. And I got to say like, Real punchy, really, really cool bases. I mean, you know me, I'm Fender Boy all the You're way. And, dude, I, I would absolutely want one of these, man. They're cool. Right on. Yeah, we're, I would love to get Atticus on. He seemed like a really cool guy, and he would have a lot to say. Super knowledgeable. On the pod, so shout out to Sarek Bases. You guys did, I feel like, let's stay in the bass train. You guys did a couple bass things. You also, Dan, being an Aguilar artist yourself, uh, went over and yep. hung out over there. Any any uh, any cool new stuff to share from winter and i am uh, for aguilar we just spent a couple minutes in there my main guy over there that i talked to uh was not in the booth so mm. i don't really have much to chat up about that's such a that's such a nam thing you never yeah. know if your dude's gonna be at the booth so marco wherever you are hi uh we know you're listening just call me every once in a while check in yeah you never Say. know um but no they always have amazing stuff the stuff i've now sounds killer and they are always coming out with new cool stuff new cool stuff you i got think the new cool i stuff. think the new uh the new thing that they were showing it's the, it was that purple tolex i think that they were debuting oh yeah I which did see that. dude i mean like it's fucking purple dude it's awesome you've already got a baby blue i've got a baby blue 210 cab. but i well, well first of all it's it. it's like a it's you know it's like an swr it's not nearly as, as awesome as an angular um i would love to have one of those cabs dan you have the white ones correct uh, yeah, I've got a white 410 and a white 210, and mm. those things are heavy as hell, but sound amazing. That's that's a sexy combination in white too. Oh man, yeah. The, I, I liked the. Uh, they do another one called like chocolate brown or something. It's like this, you know, just brown Tolex. Like it's just something you don't see. They also do a tweed that looks like that old school Fender tweed. Yeah, tweed is not has never really been uh, a bass uh, thing, w- which is which is ironic considering the, the basement yeah. <laughs> was the first bass amp yeah. really, and, and it was tweed boy. Yeah, so I dude a, a pair of those tweed cabs, man. So Ooh, uh, Aguilar, man, I want a tweed eight ten Ampeg now. Ooh. How rad would that be? You, you tell can, me, I mean, tell me yeah. if you've seen that before. I don't. No. I mean, I haven't. I'm sure you could. You know, a little wicker, like could just go full on Mesa with yeah. it and do like, or like a, a wood one. I don't know. I'm no. I'm just describing Emperor cabinets, aren't I? Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Emperor, <laughs> or which was Tyrant Tone. Which is actually now Tyrant, yeah. exactly. Uh, there was. Oh, dude, I saw you playing another bass today that I really liked. Uh, the Fano. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Fano guitars, which are out of uh, Arizona, I believe. Yeah, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, I think, somewhere around there. Um, they super nice guys, first of all. Like you know, it, it, shout out, I believe, oh, Chad was his name, and somebody else. Yeah, we're hanging out with, and, and definitely, we're, we're we're having a having a chat with them about being on the pod. So that could be. Did you notice there was a? At least I noticed, kind of, because I'm I'm a a little more timid. I don't want to just like walk in and like start touching stuff and everything. But there are certain people at booths who come right up to you and are like, "Hey, man, do you want to try something out?" Yeah. Like those, those are the guys where I'm like, yeah, actually I do. Like I let's, totally let's do. play some stuff instead of being like, oh, maybe I'll like grab this know, thing from way up. Yeah. You know? And he was one of those guys uh, at Fano. So they were, they were like, Hey, what do you want to try? And I'm like, dude, I absolutely want to try that bass. It looked really cool. Um, the builder was there, the guy who actually put it together himself. Oh, super cool. And I didn't know it was him. And I was like, man, like this thing's built really well. And the, the relic job was really cool on it. And he's like, thanks. I did that. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Score. It was not a foot in mouth moment whatsoever. So score. Uh, 
I would definitely. And and actually, one of the first things they told me, their price point's really nice. Um, Yeah, that's their new. They're like under a thousand bucks, pretty much. Well, that's Fano has always been just an American thing, originally owned by Dennis Fano, who now owns Novo Guitars. And this is their first offshore uh, Chinese made line. And they are freaking great. Dan, you were playing that. I don't know the model, but it was that sort of Starcaster. Starcaster. I started out with the Les Paul Telly, which sounds like a weird combo, but uh, it sounded really cool um and then you know to what you were saying before about them just being super welcoming i played that one and i was like this is fantastic thinking it's like a two or three thousand dollar guitar and uh i asked him what the price point was and it's like 800 bucks or something like out the door it was really nice yeah and then that starcaster was i'm not really a semi-hollow or a hollow kind of guy but that thing was built very solid Mm -hmm. and it and it just felt great it sounded really good yeah yep so I guess their deal is they're importing them, but they still make all the pickups, I think, or it's, it's still yeah, the Fano-designed pickups. Sorry, they have pr- proprietary builders, but they're not building the pickups at the factory, but they have a builder who builds them Word. just for them, So, and then they get those parts. And then it's sort of kind of how Lakeland does their Skyline series. Yep. Everything comes into the shop, and they assemble and, and all that stuff before it actually up. goes out. So, yeah. yeah, Those those seem like they could be a really cool option for what? sure in that price range. Why have I felt like I've never seen that pickup setup before where it was like a Les Paul, and then at the yeah. at the bridge it had a Tele pickup. It had a Tele bridge. I've never, I don't know pickup. why that like was the first I've time I've ever seen it. so cool. I've done that, but no, in fact, Novo actually has something kind of like that. But oh, it's, you, it's, you very rarely see it. And yeah. it's super cool, and uh, I kind of really that of all of them that because it, it was basically like a Les Paul special mm-hmm. to pick up. But then with instead of a Les Paul or like a P ninety in the bridge, it was a Tele bridge, which was super neat. Really neat. I yeah. gravitated towards that, and I like their three on a head, their three on a side headstock quite a bit more as well. Yeah, yeah, so. that's a cool touch. Yeah, and they had those mini tuners, which is mini real tuners. Cool yeah, little beanie boys. Uh, all right, that was, that was some good stuff, dude. That reminded me we when I'm just for some reason I'm on the base train. Uh, where, when we were right over there, we also stopped by Dunnable and got to play some of their stuff for the first time, and that was actually a pretty cool yeah. experience over there. So we just went over there. I I believe Dan, you had already stopped by, and I like went. I was like, hey, let's let's go check out Dunnable. You're like, oh yeah, I already checked it out. And so I just kind of moseyed on over there. And I was like, oh, let me. I just want to like, because I'd never actually played one of their guitars. I think I've tried their. I think it's called the splatter caster pedal or something or splatter oh, blaster yeah. or something the splatter cme blaster. version uh but it's awesome i've never actually played any of the guitars so i wanted to pick one up and then uh i kind of looked to my left and it was tosin abasi from animals as leaders and misha mansour from periphery both just standing there also checking out guitars so it's kind of started where i was like actually playing at the same time with misha and then after a while i was like i'm i'm just gonna stop and they need a third musketeer man you should have just yeah, kept shredding and just it was your audition bro i'm just gonna stop and let that i would rather watch that so um i'm glad i did because i hey well first of all the guitar felt really cool and i'm glad i checked it out i, I dug it a lot yeah that new line they have it's like a lower price point yeah uh, they're still all handmade but um i was talking to one of the guys is just they just don't do custom options on it other than pickups and they just do a hand rubbed like oil finish which feels really cool and like it's kind of actually my preference smooth. anyway yeah me too um so yeah those are really i think they started like 1800 or something right and i think they're maybe it's what like a thousand more or so for the for more custom, custom custom yeah yeah maybe not that much i'm not sure somewhere around there but, but yeah, all their stuff is great Dude, and that was actually a really cool one for me as a Chicago Music Exchange guy because I saw like all of my favorite custom builds that they had on display. Each one had already been pre-purchased by the CME, and I was like, 
Sweet. I'm yeah, gonna, that white V was real I'm cool. I'm going to get to play oh, these. Bella, you want to talk about that bass? Yeah, so I'm standing yeah. there, and like uh, I, I was just talking to some really friendly guy who was like, hey, man, what are you doing in the music? He, wasn't, he was just kind of visiting the booth, too. We were just started chatting. And I was like, oh, I play bass. And he's like, did you see that thing? And they had this green, kind of looked like a Thunderbird a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, I didn't really notice it. It had a bowl that like goes into the body, like a like a, like weed, a weed pipe. Bowl. Yeah, he's like, "Did you see the pipe?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean pipe?" You know? And he's like, "It's a bowl, like a glass bowl. There's a little like notch for it, and it kind of just clips in there." Uh, all right, dude. So I don't know if you guys got that one. We did indeed. But I would love to come to the shop. And I mean, check I that feel out. like it's the right time to celebrate new legalization in the city of Chicago. I I can't, of course, take credit for it, but I'm that's the I'm super ex- excited that we got that one. Yeah, that's. Uh, just cool. Yeah. There's no way it's even going to make it into the store. That shit is going to sell. Someone's going to buy that immediately because yeah. how could you not? I'm sure people were trying to, to still buy that at the show. And the the guy, the builder dude, I was talking to a little bit about. It, he's like, yeah, you know, it was like we took a chance. Someone else had to take a chance on us, but we took the chance. So you know, they made it, and we and someone bought it. Uh, side note on Dunnable, I'm coming for you guys. I want one of your t-shirts. I don't know if they were selling them. They were kind of too busy. I didn't oh, want to bother that's them. Right. Did you that see the that, fucking that t-shirts badass. they had? Yeah, yeah, that like Iron Maiden logo. Yeah, it was like an Iron Maiden logo with like a dinosaur alien like ripping people's heads off in outer space. Um, I, in I, fact, I, I told them they won the design award. This I'm, year I'm finding sure. that online. I'm buying it. I've, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm not buying the guitar. I can't afford it, but I will buy a T-shirt and rep it really hard. Rep that T, baby. I got one. Oh, speaking of some uh, where I got a T-shirt, I got one from Gizmotron. Gizmotron. Let's talk about Gizmotron. I we we had actually talked about that. I don't know. Pro- one of our probably first episodes actually. Way, way long ago, which is weird to say for us now. This is episode 39. Yeah, 39. Cool. And so one of the first ones we, I don't know where I found it. I saw it somewhere on the internet. We talked about it. Finally got to try it out today. First, I tried it out on the bass. It was cool on the bass. Then finally, like there was a dude playing guitar for a while and and then they like let me get in there. And boy, oh boy, was that thing cool. So cool, in fact, that after he played it, our friend Dan got one. I played one. And it just felt real cool. It it's just like nice to play an instrument that you're super comfortable with that is your main instrument mm-hmm. and then find a totally new way to attack it and, and play it. It just opens up your brain a little bit, you know? Yeah, it was like at first you, I, it was like you get comfortable playing one note at a time. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to branch off into playing two notes at a time. And then by the end of it, I was trying to do chords. And I mean, I can't even imagine the sort of stuff you can do with arpeggios and uh, sustainer pedals. And, yeah. and, and So for people who don't know, it's basically yeah. this thing that you install on the bridge of your guitar. And it has these, it has one like switch or lever for each string. And each lever has a little plastic rotary thing on it that, that kind of buzzes the string to make it sound yeah. so it's kind of you like press a the button the string gets buzzed yeah it's kind of the same sort of vibe as like an ebo but it's all mechanical instead mm-hmm. of electronic like magnetic and there are um, individual for each string so right. you don't have to move it across and you can play and chords you can do chords um so like bass sound is kind of b-a-s-e sorry valor uh kind of like mellotronish mm-hmm. sort of um it's just got that kind of like string sample Totally. You know, like real uh, short attack kind of thing, but you still can do a lot of really cool legato stuff. Weirdly, it sounds uh, kind of like Eric Johnson lead tone-ish. Yeah. You know, it, like ma- it made me sound a lot better than I actually was at that kind of playing, actually. It was fun. Yeah, just sustain as long as you want. It's great. So we're officially going to start a Gizmotron 
band and uh, take over the world, or at least this podcast's new theme song. You heard it here for, for, for first, folks. We're gonna make Gizmotron. Yeah, it'll be a super chill theme song. Super chill. <laughs> Get everyone ready, <laughs> but through Crazy Fuzz pedals, and so it'll de-chill yep. it a little bit. Oh man, some drone with that. Oh, the possibilities. It's are too easy. Tune down. Too yeah, easy. You, just, you just press. You just hold one finger down the whole time, and you whole got a drone band. Time. You don't even need an amp. <laughs> <laughs> I actually asked him if you could use it on acoustic. And he said that you can. However, Pizzo it really probably, doesn't yeah. like the piezo. So if you have a sound hole pickup, which I just so happen to have, you can totally do it. And it's yeah. non sort of invasive installation. You can just you put these sort of little 3M type adhesives on your top that won't r- mess with the finish or anything. Little three mounts and then boom, you lock it in and you can do it. But I, I think what we're talking about is it kind of feels like for me at least and and i think dan too probably and many people it would be the sort of thing where you'd probably dedicate a guitar to it even though it's totally removable i know i'm too lazy to do that yeah oh it's totally removable it also uh you can no you can't palm mute anymore so you kind of would have to never be okay never palm muting on that you know particular guitar yeah you wouldn't be able to rest your hand where it normally Mm -hmm. rests which was kind of nice again, and we were, yeah, that was the other thing we were saying. It was it's like it's 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 a physical change, but it is this also mental change. I felt my brain thinking about what I was going to do with my left hand in a totally different way yeah. than I do when I hold a pick in my hand or finger, even finger picking. It's, right, because the notes different. just don't die unless you want them to. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like so reverse cool. muting kind of. Whoa, whoa, bro, whoa, reverse muting, whoa, dude. Uh, oh, this dude, this was another good one. So throughout the, I mean the. Let's you know just to talk a little bit about the sort of demographic of of the Nam audience. There are a lot of people that look like other people, <laughs> and so one of the sort of running things was, and this wasn't even a joke. It was just we kept seeing people that I thought or we all thought looked like Leland Sklar all week. <laughs> We're walking around, and everyone was we saw. Oh, is that Lee? We just saw Lee Sklar. And then finally today, after maybe 15 of these dudes with just long white hair, long white huge beards, long white beard, tall, skinny white dudes walking, you know, behind. Whatever, As we're leaving, actually, stage. I think we're done with the we're done with the conference. We're heading back to the hotel yeah. before going for to the Nam Tech stuff, Awards. Yeah. And there was Lee Sklar walking. He's like, is that Lee Sklar? It's like, yes, it it's is. Lee. Oh, how cool. Was, and then he actually was a presenter. He there. was a presenter. We won't get to the tech awards sure. yet. We'll still we'll we'll work our way, we'll work our way there. We we we're right now we're kind of uh, just going through some of the the many business cards yeah. that one gathers. We collected such we a thing as handed this. out some stickers too. So I'm proud of. Wanted us. to give a shout out to Bergantino. Those were those were some really nice really guys. nice guys. Very knowledgeable. Tell um, us tell us a little bit about the base stuff they. Yeah, they got you. some new cabs out. Um, they didn't have any new uh, anything new as far as. Um, the amp heads, but they're a really reputable uh, cabinet company. I did find out they have, so you know what it looked like, like a 312 speaker? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a 412. There's another speaker that faces backwards, backwards. behind it. And I had no idea. I was. What's, I've, that, all, what's that all about? I've been looking at pictures of these things online forever, and I was. I always just thought it was some strange wiring. Like I don't know how they do it, but they got three speakers, and uh, no, they use four, but um, they have the other one. So basically, the idea is, you know, when you're not in like a conference in a big open space, most shows you play, there's some kind of maybe wall behind you or something like that. So the it actually bounces the signal back. Oh, off the wall and snap. back towards you. So. It's sort of almost like the equivalent of using an open back cabinet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Yeah, but for bass. But more control, <laughs> but for bass. And, uh, well, the other thing, they're really notable. They're just really lightweight cabinets. Um, 
a super nice guy, super knowledgeable. Um, they were actually another another uh, booth that just came right up to me. The guy was like, he saw my lanyard and he's like, you do a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, what's up, man? Do you want to do you want to bring some cameras over? Do you want to interview us? We could do a thing. And I was like, wow, you guys are very outgoing. So we appreciate the nice guys over there. Um, yes, yeah. so nothing good, nothing but good things to Ooh, say about. Finally, Burger got Tito. to meet someone that I. Uh, this was someone that I've only conversed with via email and whatnot pat uh, the owner of brown box got to step over there with balthazar i forgot about this one uh which is something that i've been we've we've talked about a number of times on the podcast variax and controlling the power hitting your amps and this guy um makes basically what many people and and i mean he he went through this huge list of players that all use this stuff pictures of it and everything um, but a, a lot of the big time players in the world are using this brown box before it hits their their amplifier to control the power hitting it, and it was really cool to meet him. Really nice guy, super knowledgeable. Had made a couple other things that he's working on or whatever, but really the brown box is something that I'm excited about and definitely going to be getting one because I just I, I've heard the difference it makes for your tube amp, and I want one now. So that was cool to see. Um, dude, let's just get let's just get into the the main event. Got to go to the NAM Tech Awards. We made it. 35th anniversary tonight. A private event. How crazy was that? It was it was gear Grammys, dude. Yeah, it really was. I didn't know what to expect. Um, Your boys got dressed up. Oh, we looked sharp. We wore jackets. Dave wore color sunglasses indoors I at wore all my, times. my rose-colored glasses, which I love. You leaned into it and you owned it. We did get a, I think it was a compliment, as we got in through security as media. Uh, one of the security girls said, they don't look like media. I'll yeah. take that as a compliment. I, I think yeah. we were fresh dressed, man. Maybe. It could have been, yeah. I think so. We had one small camera. We had the GoPro. Phones. We had the GoPro. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that got pulled out. No, it didn't. During no. the conference. I, I, asked for, I, I was asking for B-roll, a lot of B-roll. Every time we get on an elevator the past few days, Henry <laughs> looks at me and just goes, you know, B-roll. <laughs> yeah, escalator. Sorry. Got a lot of good escalator footage, dude. Hopefully we do. By the way, the escalator in Anaheim Conference Center is huge, so I don't know if everyone's ever been on that, but it does take you know a good thirty seconds to go all the way up. So get ready for like five minutes worth of going up and down escalators. Um, uh, We had to take an escalator in the Hilton up to the Nam Tech Awards, uh, which was super cool because you know we happened to have recently been able to interview Mr. Dave Pensado. From Pensado's place, and he as well as Herb Trawick, his co-host, were inducted. Dude, Herb's the man into the 35th annual Hall of Fame awards, and there was a huge celebration. Very emotional them. time. It was really, really cool, man. It was cool to just kind of be a part of that and witness that. Yeah, and it was also cool because Fred Armisen hosted, and he was real funny, fucking hilarious. And if uh, I'm gonna, I recorded some of the audio. We'll be, after we record this, we'll listen back and decide if we think any of it's funny. We'll, and if we do, we'll chop it in right here. Wasn't that funny? Wasn't that great? Wasn't that good times? <laughs> uh, so, aren't you glad that you were there with us? That that you, when you when you hang out with Gear Buds, you get in, access to the 35th annual Gear Awards. Yeah, I mean, here here's the thing: like, it was pretty cool, right? But it's also it's also people giving awards for like preamps and stuff to a room. I didn't know what to expect. Like, I had no idea. I thought it would have been just like, oh, producer of the year or like that kind of stuff. When there was stuff like there that, was. like Game of Thrones won a thing. Yeah, and, but it was like for gear. Like they were like um, interspersed with yeah microphone preamps and yeah like stuff. Like which, the like, top obviously preamps. us nerds like it was also, cool. It's hard to pay attention to something like that for for so long when it's so varied, so many different things. Well, that was the thing. Like they had the one thing that was. They had the one thing that was just like guitar amps 
and and effects. So they lumped all that together. So they had like a pedal. And then like the new oh, boss, the he- which the Helix one, by the way, which the was Helix awesome win, because yeah. the Line 6 Helix is pretty amazing. And yeah. I'm at the point where I officially want one now. The stomp? The Helix. I don't, I'm not, I don't know which one. Oh. Probably the HX stomp, I would think, because yeah, I don't need the you. amp modeling. Yeah. But I just kind of want all the effects that they make. Yeah, it'd be so easy to take to, you know, all the fly gigs we do. All the fly dates. Yeah. We both used to be M9 users. I had an M5 too. You, oh, you did. True. Yeah. Yeah, which I actually really liked. It kind of broke on me a few times, but um, part yeah, partially that was do. my fault. You know, uh, there were there was actually some nice mods you could do to that one to replace the switches and stuff. But yeah, I but like did. carling switches in or whatever. That's that's a word. I yeah, I <laughs> I, uh, I I sold mine after it broke, but I I, sta- I miss it. I um. Yeah, the button on mine broke, like the actual knob that you switch between the different effects. That same for and me. I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've looked up online. There was a way, like, of course, there was all kinds of, you know, instructionals. And you just you just had to pull up on it really hard with the needle nose, and I popped it right back out of the socket. So it was great. Beautiful. Fixed it and then sold it. There you go, dude. But it was still great. I loved it. Just didn't so, yeah, it. I mean, it was just like that was my first big award show like that, and I didn't know what to expect going into it, and part of it was super cool. Also, what was super cool was the opening number that the random band consisting of oh, Jeff God. Skunk Baxter, Steve Lukather, and Elliot Easton from the Cars. Elliot, God, Stern Easton. Stern. It, that how I mean, when do you get to just randomly go to a thing and be yeah. sitting up front? And like and there's no big LED deal. Stuff. Here's the intro music. Yeah, the, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Here's some here's some dudes on guitar with an amazing backing band. Oh, by yeah. the way, it's these three guitar heroes, and they're all playing. Uh, they were doing a Ventures tribute, so they were all playing Red Mosrite guitars, and they found Elliot a left-handed one. That's right, which is real cool. Yeah, that yeah. So that was that was probably I would say my personal highlight of that of that show. Yeah, even just the band playing in between, you know, uh, artists or uh, you know the announcements and stuff. They were fantastic. Oh yeah, they were ripping. Of course, they were going to be. It was the fucking Nam Tech Awards. Exactly. So. And there was there was we were kind of commenting on the ridiculous amount of gear and presentation that they had in this room, which was wasn't that big of a ballroom. At you know at the end of it, but there was tons of trussing and lights and projectors. But it's like. If you're going to go over the top with lights and production for a show, it's going to be at the NAM Tech yeah, Awards. It's literally the Tech Awards. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which, um, so, it was, that was pretty And fun, I think yeah. uh, Joni Mitchell was in the room. Joni Mitchell so was So we were there. in the same air. We, we were in the same oxygen. In the same circulated air as Joni. Pretty cool. Which is kind of amazing. Pretty legendary. Yeah. And if, but that's, that's kind of one of the tough things about it is anywhere you look, there's someone that kind of looks like someone famous, but you're not sure if it's them it's probably not but it also could definitely be yeah so you kind of just are always sort of looking around well, right. plus like people just look different you know when you don't see them in person you don't really know what they look yeah, like like there was know? that guy that looked just like robert plant but it right. certainly wasn't robert but plant. have you ever seen robert plant in person so maybe you know I you never it. know so i don't know tv you know makes you look different sometimes well Overall, what was your what, what was your sort of overall takeaway from from the experience the weekend hanging out with the dudes, seeing 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 some stuff, hanging out you know hanging out with Gearbuds, seeing some stuff, doing the thing. For me, um, man, I you know I was just I was so happy to be a part of it. I had so much fun with you guys. Yeah, I mean, there really wasn't a time where I was like, oh, this sucks, or I want to go you know back to the hotel or anything. I mean, we were out doing stuff. We got to do pretty much everything we said we were going to do. That was kind of yeah. on our me- mental checklist of things, even though we didn't have hard scheduled stuff, um, except for a couple podcasts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, we still need to listen back to those and see if they're good. So that'll be my task for we'll tomorrow. See. <laughs> well, on, the, on the airplane. That's some airplane, yeah. airplane stuff. Um, no, man, I, I just, I'm really proud of us. We got to do what we got to do. We 
came to do. Um, we made some connections. We mingled. We got to play some cool gear. I mean, what else, man? I I wasn't bored for a second. It was really, really fucking fun, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, it was really, really cool. I'll, I'll remember it forever. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's a kind of, it's the kind of thing where... You always are like looking on Premiere Guitar, blah, 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 about like, what's the NAMM stuff? What's the hot NAMM stuff that's coming out? What are the rumors? Uh, but it was very interesting to see it from the inside, mm-hmm. especially someone that's not really involved. Like I'm not a buyer for a company or yeah. anything like that. I was just kind of walking around and wanting to try stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here. Uh, I also got to learn that I need to, you got to take care of your chicken and... Uh, <laughs> I should probably buy a pair of compression socks for next time. Oh, okay. That's that's a hot tone tip right yeah. there. Your legs and hurt, especially when uh, when you're trying on your uh, Drop Labs base sneakers. Yeah, or those compression shoes. Because I mean, you always got to put compressor a compressor on the base, right? Right. You want know, a side chain. You want a third shoe to side chain <laughs> it. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. Obviously, everything you said. You know, it was it was a great experience. This is my first time coming specifically just as like a sort of media person. But I guess that's in, that's not totally true because I do work for Chicago Music Exchange as well. So it's not just the media thing. But that was the main sort of slant of it. I, I wanted to ask you because you obviously have been here before. Yeah. And, uh, and, and special thanks to you, man, because like really you set up all this meetings, all the cool stuff that we went to was because you, you hooked it up. So I really appreciate that. I'm sure Dan does too. Um, he doesn't. He said he Shake doesn't care. Fucking head um, I wanted to see, I wanted to ask you kind of like what was the difference between when you came, what was it, 10 years ago? I mean, obviously you're Our older last now. last one was a little bit, ten, probably, yeah, probably about 10 years ago. But I went did to several you, of them back in the day. Yeah, was it was there like a huge difference? Um, you know, wh- how can you reflect on that? Definitely the same vibe. It's bigger. Uh, the stuff is more over the top because the gear is more more over the top. The I mean, I, we all sort of said the same thing. It's you walk through that hellish drum area, and then you get to the kind of more DJ like live sound production area and that stuff is the craziest of the whole show there's giant installations of lights and fog machines and bubbles and sound and djs and that like that stuff is way crazier and bigger than it was before yeah that makes for sense. sure yeah um i feel like everyone's gotten a little better at it from what I, you know just they the booths that they have set up every a lot more headphone stations where you can demo stuff more easily and actually hear it and check it out i liked the dual headphone stations like when dan so was chesting pedals out people, and yeah, i could I love listen that, i mean duh like they should all have that yeah. it's great where was that what that might have been Walrus. It was Keeler or, War- or Keely. Walrus. Maybe it was Keeley. Keeley or yeah. Walrus. There, it was, it was one a of bunch of different places. Cattle and Breadhead, who, by the way, we didn't really give them a shout out yet, but oh, man. Their, yeah. their booth was great. Really yeah, cool. Yeah, those guys, guys are cool as hell. Definitely going to be having them uh, on the show. Nick. Yeah, good dude. Yeah, good dude. Um, so, yeah, that was that was noticeable. Uh, dude, fucking booth babes are a thing of the past. That used to be a thing at, at these trade shows where they would have sort of like scantily clad women. And while there are still obviously attractive women at these things, it's not they're not like shaking. It wasn't like an around. auto show. No. Yeah, not at all. It's just they're just, you know, they're uh, helping out with the booth. Yeah, man. So that was different. Uh, uh, but overall, it was the same too because it's it's a bunch of people who love music and gear and stuff kind of having their family reunion that they had get to have once or maybe twice a year with all these people that they've been working with because the music industry isn't something that 
you have to work and you choose to work in the music industry because most people in it aren't like everybody knows nobody's making a ton of money doing this or like you know dropping cash at the club and whatever you do this because it's a passion and you love music and art and making that stuff uh, so you see all the people that are together you know celebrating that you also see a lot of people that look like they're in other bands or maybe like you know they they kind of think that they're in they're still in motley crew and that's fine with me too man like you know you see a lot of hair dye and fucking those thrash metal kids dude. thrash metal kids and shit <laughs> like i love seeing all the rockers like even though i don't have fucking long hair anymore or anything it's still nice to feel that still is alive in, in the youth in the youths uh, I mean, so Fender I feel, I feel invigorated. The Strat this year. They did the Strat, dude. So maybe it's coming back. And the lead two and for lead the three. Third time. Yeah, yeah, the double humbucker. Thing, yeah. Right? So that I didn't yeah. see that at the Fender. Did, did we go to the whole Fender we thing? We did. Okay. Because yeah, I oh, felt we, like we, we walked we, around and it was just custom shop stuff. Dude, no, there was that. We saw everything there. Okay. Were, but they well, they didn't have any like uh, Mexican or Squire stuff there. So I'm, my assumption is that would have been in a different room that we just missed. But well, I saw there was we one room that American said like inter- the international Fender stuff or whatever. And then I was like, oh, that's where it is. But then it said private on the door. And I was like, well, that, oh, that's that must have been it. So maybe they were just having an event in there while that yeah, was totally while we went the wrong time. But. I don't know. I feel like I've been rambling for a little bit, but I yeah. overall very positive experience. I love loved that, man. just seeing all the amazing players in the world that like, do we all were feeling the same thing where it's like half the time it makes you want to quit. Half the time it makes you want to go, go practice. Um, that's always, that's always good for the musician soul. I think, cause at the heart of it, we're, you know, we're gear buds, we're podcast dudes, but we're all really musicians at heart. And that's kind of why we do this stuff. So yeah, it was nice to get to the heart of that. Agreed. Agreed. That's well said. Hmm. It'll, it will be after I edit it. Edit it, edit it, edit it. After you make it sound perfect. I still can't say that word. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's anything so, yeah, else that we left yeah, out. Yeah, man, I don't think there's anything we left out, but if there is, we'll throw on the symphony. Cause, uh, the guy from Bergatino gave me his space metal. He goes, here's the, he goes, here's the business card for my band. All right, here's how we're going to close this episode. Everyone listening all the way to the end of the NAM Day 3, Winter 2020, NAM Day 3. Go listen to Space Metal. Check out Space Metal. SpaceMetal.net, SpaceMetal1.bandcamp.com, Facebook.com slash SpaceMetalNOLA. And then go to BlackMetalDroidsmith.tech. Peace. Peace.